and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Kayleen. We are Entrepreneurs, a podcast about two gay idiots owning and operating their own businesses in the midst of end stage capitalism. Welcome Hello, back, everybody. Listeners, welcome it's to the been show. A minute. We're entirely new people. Yes, I know we say this every episode. Every, every episode. Break, every, every break. break. This was not a planned break, though, folks. They never... Oh, yeah. yeah no, we I was gonna usually say that, yeah. are pretty intentional and pretty good about our posting schedule. You know, we get a little loosey-goosey with the days, but it's uh, not often weekly, that we yeah. uh, drop off the face of the earth for a few weeks. Sometimes you just got to. Sometimes you just um, got to. I'll let... I mean... Let me, okay, this is going to need some context. So basically, I got an astrology reading. <laughs> as, yes. As most, yeah. most breaks. As most of these stories begin. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we can link her in the, in the show notes, Kate, with Kronos Astrology. Um, and she showed me my progress chart. And so basically the concept is that, like, your astrology chart is always moving and I, your moon sign changes every two. All of your planets. Mm-hmm. All of your planetary placements change and progress as you age. And so you are not just static in your natal chart. You are progressing your way through the zodiac wheel. Um, so. I think of it as a bit of a hero's journey, but. Yeah, it's a good way to yeah. look at it. Um, so basically, me and Kayleen are just. In sync in the most incredible way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, our moon signs are changing, like, at the same time, like, almost to the day. Yeah. Like, we're both at zero degrees. Maybe we're at one degree right now mm-hmm. of our new moon sign. So, I turned into a Libra moon. And, ladies and gentlemen, I became a Scorpio moon. <laughs> I also discovered that I now am a Leo sun, which sounds like a really toxic combination. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> Good for her. I'm entering my villain era, as it were. Um, gone is the Cancer cu- Sun, Cancer Moon, Soft Mommy. Um, mm-hmm. She is a self-centered bitch now. Um, but anyway, I literally, we didn't figure this out until after it all happened, but this was, our moon shifted in late October, um, and as soon as I became a Scorpio moon, I got violently ill. Um, I was, that's the reason we had to take the break is because I got deeply sick. Um, probably the sickest I've been in my life, maybe. It's the sickest I've ever seen you. Yeah. Um, in term, not just in intensity, like I got, I had a fever for like almost three days, which is not super common ailment for me when I'm sick. Um, but I also... Uh, was sick for pretty much three weeks, at least. Um, I'm still kind of recovering. Uh, I lost my voice completely, so it wasn't just a not feeling good thing. I literally could not record Mm -hmm. because I had no voice for... Until I literally had to go to urgent care and tell them to give me a steroid shot. And then that kind of helped me get over the final And you got that on the eclipse. I got that on the eclipse. And it's really funny because I had a dream that was like... I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know if y'all ever have dreams and you're like, eh, I don't know what this means. But I had a dream and I, it felt like 
you know, a message because sometimes they feel like that, you know. And I woke yeah. up and I was like, Kayleen, you need to do protection magic on the eclipse. And that's when she got her steroid mm-hmm. shot. Yeah. So, and I would that say that means. I didn't my sickness happen between the eclipses. Yeah. It was like I started like just a three week period. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really intense. Um, so yeah, becoming a Scorpio moon literally poisoned me because it was like a Scorpio eclipse. And Taurus. Are Taurus or Scorpio? That yeah, was, that I, think was the it was axis. I think it was both. But I forget which one came first. I think it was Scorpio and then Taurus. Um, yeah, so Kayleen went through her rapid transformation in bed. And meanwhile, uh, <laughs> my Libra moon, I'm going to Paris next yeah. week. <laughs> Things are a little lighter and brighter. But that's okay because I just came from a Libra moon for the last two and a half years. I got to tell you, it's pretty nice. Yeah. It's pretty nice. I'm pretty excited for my Libra moon yeah, era. Yeah, watch out in two and a half years when I become a Sagittarius and you become a Scorpio. <laughs> I can't imagine me as a Scorpio. I mean... We should write mm. this down and be like, will Anna get sick? Oh, yeah, in that's like interesting. In like the summer of 2025. Yeah. Or yeah. 2024. Yeah, whenever it happens. I will see. Um... I guess you can, I don't know, astrology is kind of interesting because you can go back and look at like the patterns of uh, the different years that, you know, what the moon was. I've actually added to my practice of like, so I was doing it a while for tarot. I would like do a card for the day and then I would like write down what happened after that. So I've been doing that with the lunar cycle astrology wise. Mm-hmm. So um, I think as we're recording this, it's like a Capricorn moon. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, okay, these are like some significant things that happened. I'm not even trying to make them seem like Capricorn-y or something, you know, because... I would say if anybody really wants uh, more insight on tracking the moon cycles with your day-to-day life, a really good resource is uh, Tess Gottscheiner's book, Many Moons. Mm. She used to produce them as workbooks that would come out every six months. Um, and then she finally wrote like a full and complete book. And she also comes out with a planner mm. every year. That's a many moons planner that has rituals and insights and really tracks um, what the moon is doing all year round. Um, so if anyone is like interested in that, I, I yeah. she's got Tess at uh, on Instagram, like goddess, but with two T's. Oh, that reminds um, me. Cause I have the book if you want to check it out. Yeah. Because I saw it on a TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my friends on TikToks, um, she was like, oh, I like do my posting schedule kind of based on like the yeah. lunar calendar. And what's really also interesting uh, is I found out I was a Libra moon and earlier that week I posted something and it went like semi-viral on TikTok and all the comments were like, Libra mantra, Libra energy, Libra. Oh my God, this is so me. I'm a Libra. And I have kind of had a vendetta against Libras. I've always said this. It's because I'm jealous mm-hmm. and they don't like me. Mm. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny because Aries, Libra are like opposites. Opposites. Yeah. It's interesting because now I'm like apparently based on the progressed chart, a Leo sun where people mistake me for Leo all the time because I have a lion tattoo and I have big hair. Mm-hmm. So I get, yeah. yeah. No, you definitely have the nicest hair on the block for sure. You know, so um, I'm not surprised. I mean, your makeup collection alone is I've been accruing that for a long time. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you so I think like for your son, it moves about a degree um, a year. Mm -hmm. So you've probably been you're probably like halfway through. Yeah. Like you're Leo. It's worth looking. It's worth looking into. Mm hmm. Um, 
Yeah. All right. So yeah, that's where we're at. Uh, so thanks for your patience, everybody. Mm-hmm. I know I know y'all missed us, and I know you were like, "Are they going to do business coaching or what?" Yes. Yes. The right. Literally, I got sick the week of our launch, and it really just threw a wrench into everything, y'all. Your but, girl is struggling. But now you get to get coached by a Scorpio moon and a Libra moon. Mm-hmm. So what is that going to do to your life? Uh, let me upgrade you. Let me upgrade you. So yeah, now um, keep an eye out. This is something we're going to be launching for December to help like rocket you into the new year. Q1, baby. Um, and I think this is a, it actually, everything is happening the way it should. Um, this is a really great offering that is going to help people start their years off right get focused to harness all that like new year energy when um yeah when everybody's super motivated and and keep it, uh, keep it nimble keep it nimble baby uh-huh. yeah uh january is a very interesting month you know so i mean because you do have a lot of time and space to kind of like focus and plan on things because mm-hmm. it gets dark at four o'clock so you mm-hmm. might as well nap work and masturbate hey <laughs> This is the Muses Tarot by Chris Ann. Um, one of my favorite decks. Uh, one I've been using a lot. I, it's beautiful. And I, what I love about it, and you guys can, this is a free resource that's online. If you're curious about it, um, the web, the guidebook is compl- is a web, is just a website. If you just search the Muse Tarot, it'll show up. And every card has a page. Every car, every page has a poem, a description, a meditation, and an artistic prompt inspired by the card. So um, it was funny. I actually pulled a card this week and uh, th- this weekend while I was away at a farm, and the prompt involved fire, which was very good because we mm. did a fire that night. So I got to actually do it. Yeah, Kayleen's about to enter her uh, woods woman era. Mm-hmm. So Woman of the woods. Yeah. Ah, okay. We have the King of Swords. Oh, interesting. The Muse of Voices in this deck. Um, so, King of Swords. Mastery. Mm, that's what the king represents, is the height of... The height of... Uh, of knowledge and expertise in a skill. Um, I think the King of Swords is really someone who knows how to use their words mm-hmm. um, in a way that is both positive and negative. <laughs> they can really cut you down um, or they can be better. Is very direct. Um, swords is air. So that's all about like thought, uh, creativity, vision action um yeah i think the king of swords um in my opinion is probably like the coldest king yeah he's he's a little mean um yeah the king of coins is boring the king of pragmatic yeah is something king of wands is Something. <laughs> Those are my two favorite kings. But yeah. yeah, the king of so actually, actually I do like the king of coin a lot. Um, 
Yeah, nobody's ever going to be mad about the King of Pentacles, you know, because no, they're like, just like, oh, Ooh. I'm boring, but I'm very successful. Oh, oh no. no. Let me just count my money. Yeah. Um, well, the King of Swords. So somebody actually texted me today. They were mm-hmm. like, I pulled the King of, or the Queen of Swords. Like, what do you mean? I was like, I feel like the Queen usually means like you got to cut it. And she was like, ah, you're right. Mm-hmm. I, I I need to yeah, fire. I need to fire my assistant today. Mm. I was just like, yeah, that's big Queen of Swords yeah, energy. Queen of Swords. Uh, knows how to cut the fat. Mm-hmm. I think the king is a little, like, a little more... I think the queen is meaner than the king, yeah. personally, in the swords. No, yeah, yeah. I think the king is a little bit more emotionally evolved. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say more... I think he know He... The queen has a very sharp tongue, mm-hmm. and the king has the power, this, that same power, but he has a little bit more discernment as to where when to use it mm-hmm. and can soften the blow a little bit more. Yeah. So I have this like tarot book that I really like. And mm-hmm. here are some of the, the she words. She always forgets it at my house. I know. And so it's Kayleen's now. Yeah. Um, intellectual ambition, leadership. Yeah. This is a brain, uh, a brain. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't I would say his brand of leadership probably isn't leading from the front. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I feel He's like a strategy guy. Yeah, I feel like King of Swords is also kind of like, he doesn't moving, really need the glory. He's moving the chess pieces around. Yeah, he's making he's making the clients think it was their idea. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wow, that's such a good idea. So this one has a lot of movement in it. We have like a kite. Some dancers. And then some, yeah. And the like, triangle at the center is really interesting to me. Yeah, and it's uh, mirrored. Yeah. Everything is mirrored. So I think that's kind of interesting too, so... How yeah. are you? Are you the mirror you would yeah, like to see in your life? How can you be strategic um, at the in the last month of the year? Um, how can you uh, use your words in a way that moves you forward? Um, yeah. How can you be? I would say he's not. A, he's not a king of diplomacy, necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's um. He's I, I I wouldn't say like I love him, but it's like I, I'm never gonna be upset about a king. You no, know what I mean? Never. Yeah. Never. Like I I'm, feel like I tend to get King of Wands the most. If there's yeah, a king that I get. Yeah, you get King that and get, Queen a lot. I get the King and Queen of Wands, which is just like I get King like, of Cups. Which is just like, okay, well I guess I have to go be in charge now. Yeah. The King and Queen of Wands are the best leaders of them all, I think. Yeah. In yeah. terms of like when it comes to doing things that require teamwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they command they command some attention. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so let's hop on into the main dish. Woo-hoo. Set the table. We are serving the main dish. Ooh, so, what are we talking about today? Um, New Year's goals and resolutions. Uh, do we love them? Do we not love them? Do you make them? Do you mm. not make them? Do you make them to break them? Because I think that's also like yeah, like a vibe. Um, yeah. I don't really do resolutions, as it were. I like intentions. I like like word of the year or icky guys or mm-hmm. focuses. Mm-hmm. And I like um, I like setting goals. Kind of. I don't always know what I'm going to want. It's kind of a lot. Like, I don't even necessarily know what I want for, like, breakfast tomorrow morning. Like, it's it's a lot to ask mm-hmm. what I'm going to want a year from now. Especially yeah, yeah. coming off the last few years. How where, these years been going. Where it feels like everything is so unpredictable. 
Yeah. So, um, I think it's cool. Maybe I, maybe an opportunity to set goals for Q1, but not necessarily for the whole year. Yeah. So I kind of want to reflect on like what I mm-hmm. did last year for like 2022 and like what worked and what didn't work so i did an icky guy which i mean has been such a a transformation of my life really um if you're new here my an icky guy is like a japanese practice of like what um what's what is the reason you get out of bed every day what is the purpose um Reason for being. Reason That's for what being. That's in Japanese. Yeah. So I made one and it was just for the year and it was the year of surrender. So for me, that meant like surrendering to my intuition and just like being honestly radically uncomfortable. Um, the shit hit the fan a few times. Uh, I guess in 20... Actually, no. 2021 was more of a woo, but... I think that's kind of what catalysted me into this because like the end like Q4 of 2021 was like da 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 um and I was like you know what uh I'm not making plans so nope. that was kind of like the idea of that like icky guy was like okay I'm not making plans I'm not I ain't doing shit so that worked out really well for me like that was very intuitive I got I really just leaned into that and it was my eighth house perfection year um which is all pretty much all about like death rebirth letting go surrender don't make plans because you know the world's gonna shit on them so that really worked well hand in hand what I did and I feel like in December of I like to do my stuff like end of November early or like in December and then I just kind of like to chill. Mm-hmm. Um, but I made a 14-month plan. Wow. Okay. I did not. How do you do that? Like, how do you, where do you start? Like, how do you know where you want to end up? I made mine as lofty as possible. Like, I did not make it realistic at all. Like, okay. like realist. And I made that in mind of like, oh, it's okay. Like, um, if this doesn't. I wrote it knowing that, like, this is probably more of, like, a five-year thing. Um, And I reviewed it a few days ago, and I did not get shit done. But, but, almost everything on that list still excites me, you know? Um, And, and, you know, I still got a lot of stuff done. Um, But it was just, like, a good exercise to, like, practice your imagination and, like, kind of experimenting with like how much you actually would want and i i wonder if this year i'm gonna make one that's practical that you know that isn't as lofty that's just kind of like more nitty-gritty um but we'll see and i think this is where like intuition plays more of a part in building your business because you can kind of feel what the next year is going to be like for you. Like if it's going to be a slog or it's going to be like um, really expansive and fun or if it's going to be playful and sexy. And you know what? I'm going to plug this for you, Kayleen. Kayleen is offering her year ahead spreads. I was just going to say, maybe I should make goals based on what my year ahead spread is. I've never done that before. Yeah. I mean, especially for like the month 
right? Because mm-hmm. like you can kind of just take see. it month by month. Yeah, you but can. Kinda... Sometimes, sometimes when you look at the year ahead spread, it can be really interesting if you look at it quarterly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you see a story there. Yeah, I mean. So, yeah, I think maybe some people might remember. I think I plugged it last year, but I do every year. And I've been, Anna was my first customer. Um, I've been doing this every year. It'll change your life. For the public, to the public since 2018. This will be the the fourth, fifth year. It may have been before 2018. Fourth or fifth year that I've been doing this for other people. And it's probably the sixth or seventh that I've done it for myself where I um, will do this in person or via Skype or like Skype. Wow. Oh, wow, oh, Kayleen. Wow, I time traveled via Zoom or FaceTime. We should just start like making Skype meetings yeah. ironically. Yeah, we should. Skype got screwed. Screwed Skype, um, baby. Or I will even, this, is, this was very popular the first year I did it. And then when we went into the pandemic, no one wanted it, which was a written, typed up uh, version of your spread. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants the, the per- person-to-person interaction now, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is 12. It is a total 13 cards plus some bonuses. I do a card for each month, a card for your year, and then some bonus oracle cards. Um and we just go through and I think the really powerful thing is tracking it like the magic doesn't happen in the reading Mm -hmm. the magic happens if you if you take that information and put it in your calendar or your planner or your phone and go back to it as the year unfolds and reflect on things as they happen Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah I love them and like I've put some of my friends on them and, you know, like we talk like, oh, what was your card for the month? You know, because it can just really help you get some insight, especially if some shit happens. You can be like to be in my nine of cups month. That's my favorite card. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to enter four of wands. Ooh. Yeah. (coughs) Nice and domestic. I know. Yeah. We'll see what that, you know, brings. (coughs) But I mean, I definitely use the tarot spread for like more personal goals um and it it can help with like work too um because you can see it they just kind of like it's it's also cool to pull like monthly like that because it gives the tarot like a narrative to follow Mm -hmm. so it's like yeah you can really see like oh this half of the year this happens and this happens you know you get you get a two of cups and a three of swords you know (laughs) i can tell the story there yeah so yeah it can be helpful to use tools um i think meditations looking at your astrology if that's something that like you vibe with and excites you uh yeah i also think like you were saying like the idea of like getting really big with something like I think free writing can be really helpful of just like honestly I think a really good thing in general to help people set goals is to do like a an ideal day or perfect day exercise Mm -hmm. like what would your life and your day look like on a perfect day and then you take that and you reverse engineer well what goals do I need to hit to make that as realistic a goal as possible. Mm-hmm. That's really helpful. Um, so we can kind of talk about our achy guys mm-hmm. and what they're going to be and how we plan on 
embodying that mm-hmm. um mine is less phone time i'm mm. gonna figure out how what that looks like for me um but i'm i would love it to be like like an hour a day like yeah i feel like it is just getting out of hand and nobody's gonna stop it and i also kind of believe you know this is kind of like king of swordsy with like balance um just like a gentle reminder that like balance is whatever you need it to be and if if and if you're just like i need to yeet my phone into the river to feel more balanced and like mm-hmm. nobody else is doing that that's okay that's your balance that's mm-hmm. your equilibrium that's you know i think a lot of times the more in balance that you get the more out of balance with the rest of society you are yeah <laughs> Balance is a very personal metric. Yeah, because I feel like it always just is like work-life balance. And it's just like, but there's so many things that yeah, are just like... Yeah, I mean, like, I, I had a boss, a mentor very early on who was like, work-life balance is a lie. Mm-hmm. Um, you should think about it as work-life integration mm. and how that, how they interact with each other. Mm-hmm. And that's like, those are, that's how you set your boundaries. But... Um, I thinking of it as a balance is just setting yourself up to like feel like a failure. Yeah, I I agree. I think so too. And it's um also, you know, if you're enjoying like respect like the seasons of life and the eras that you're in. Like if you're in a workaholic era because you need to get shit done, mm-hmm. go off. And right. if you don't feel like doing shit, don't make your you know, like Yeah, if you get to a point where you can just start turning work down congratulations Mm -hmm. that's incredible don't feel like you need to like yeah i mean really like trust your gut don't tell don't let anybody else's season of life define yours that's a good way to put it you know i think it's really easy especially with tiktok and with like day in the life and Mm -hmm. like to see to think you're seeing how other people actually live one you're not like all Mm -hmm. that staged all that there while there is like kernels of truth to a lot of it a lot of it is faked um it is and also their life is not your life and their circumstances are not your circumstances so um knowing yourself Mm -hmm. and the phase of life that you're in right now is going to be the most important um and valuable way to actually figure out like what what you like what you want Mm -hmm. and what you should be striving for yeah um so what is your icky guy my icky guy is journaling Mm. which is something um I've always kind of had a struggled with. I feel like I've been a, I've been someone who used planners a lot and bullet journals, but have always had a trouble um, recording like my thoughts and feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I want to integrate those things. I started a journal actually while I was um, away this weekend. Um, I've also really always been into kind of like creative, creative, like collaging and things. And I feel like I can meld those things into like mm-hmm. a focus. So I want, I, I have a nice big journal that I like and I have my little Polaroid camera and I have a beautiful collection of pens and highlighters and mm-hmm. markers. And I think you have nice um, tape too. I have nice tape. I have all the things it's time, I think, to just start putting 
my thoughts on paper. Um, and is this something you want to do like every day or? So, um, I think I do, I think I, I have so many, one of the things I, I'm, I, I know that I want to set up first that I haven't yet is intentionally sitting down and listing all the things I want to track with it. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I feel like I have so many routines, habits, goals, like little things that I want to integrate into my daily life or like w- wish I was doing more of, but that's just like a feeling, not a metric, um, that I can use this as a way to like really keep track of all those things. And I think for me, it's also like the way I'm going to do it is by letting go of the preciousness of it. The Mm -hmm. idea that like every journal entry has to be this like, you know, thing that I deliberately sit down Mm -hmm. with and like spend a lot of time on and giving myself permission to like be messy or brief as long as it gets done Mm -hmm. and like letting go of the idea that this is something that has to be perfect. Yeah, I think sometimes the stupid shit is what... I think just the power of the pen and the paper. Um, I've been thinking a lot about hands. Nothing new. I'm always Mm -hmm. just thinking about hands. Hands. Well, and I think, you know, our ways to write things are pen and paper, typing, and on our phone. Mm -hmm. And I think what happens when you have, like, the freedom to, like, free ride and draw and stuff like that doodle the art Mm -hmm. of doodling if you will it opens up I think a lot more creative knobs like some of like if you look through my journals it'll just be like dumb lyrics and bubble letters and they're just like these stupid songs that are stuck in my head yeah I feel like also my brain in a way like I've tried I've done digital planning and I really like it aesthetically and I do find it I think it's also especially because I now have an iPad which has a pen so it Mm. does feel like writing um I do I love I I enjoy that as like a basic like scheduling and calendaring tool but I really miss making lists in my bullet journal yeah and the way that calms my brain down are you a night or a morning journal person I think I'm more probably more of a morning person but I don't know we'll Mm. see yeah um i think i think i need to set up some layers of accountability around it and figure out how it's going to be how to make it a a, like a true habit Mm -hmm. um which will probably involve habit stacking which i think is probably really the only way to get things done what is is habit stacking habit stacking is when you want so let's say there's a habit you want to integrate into your life you link it to something that you already do every day. Okay. So for me, like, I wanted to get better about my morning skincare routine. I just linked it to getting out of the shower every morning. Like, I take a shower every morning, then the first thing I do when I get out of the shower is put... I, I like cleanse my face in the shower with the cleanser I want to use. Then I start putting serums on my face as soon as I dry my face off. And that's like, and then I brush my teeth, which is another habit. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a, a thing. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, habit stacking. It's, it's a good way to like, um, if you can, for your brain, if you can link a new thing to a thing you're already doing, mm-hmm. um, you're more likely, I think, to be, at least for me. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think, one of the reasons I have such difficulty with my nighttime routines is because I don't have a lot of, like, my mornings are much more consistent than my nights. 
because mm-hmm. um, sometimes I have to work late. Sometimes I'm out with friends. Sometimes like, so it's when, so that is harder for me to establish a consistent nighttime routine. Mm. Which, but it's something I want to. I'd say I, that's like a goal for me for the new year is to get a good night, good evening, good evening routine that sets me up for success the next day. Yeah. I uh, I feel like I have a pretty solid nighttime routine because I am a hermit. Mm-hmm. Do not ask me to go out after 10 p.m. I will say no. And not I, even 10 p.m. Sometimes I get home from work. At, I'm done with work at 6 and I just want to be a potato until it's time to go to bed. It's really hard to like get that momentum going. No, I feel like getting done uh, late. Like I know even sometimes I'll like edit late and then I'll be like, I can't go. To, I need to wind down. Yeah. And like it takes some time i don't know i don't i don't know all the brain stuff about that yeah but, you know baths are good like i feel like that's always like a good you know i'm a morning bath person mm. yeah morning like sometimes i nice. wake up really early like around like five or six and i'll just be like i don't want to sleep let me like read in the bath and that's pretty dope yeah um i don't think i'd ever want to be like this was blah 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 but i like it as a treat um have a little bit as a treat yeah i think one thing so i'm trying to like drastically reduce my phone usage is it's it's a big a big icky guy um Mm -hmm. this is something you've been you've been unhappy with for a really long time yeah no i haven't and i think it's just like now's the time intuitively it feels good um and i think one of the main ways um to get around this, I'm just going to have to have other habits that take up a lot of other time. Mm-hmm. So, you need something else to do with your hands. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to take up running. You should set up a, you should figure out how to, set a goal to figure out how to solve a Rubik's Cube. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's. I think ugh. I want to start getting back into Legos. Yeah, that sounds nice. Like puzzles. Just as a thing. I know. Because well, like, I feel like, so, um my brain I scroll I I feel like it's hard for me to watch TVs or movies at home even stuff I really like because my brain is not stimulated enough and I have I Mm -hmm. like scroll and then I don't wind up paying attention to this thing that I want like Mm -hmm. what if I had Legos yeah I um my brother crochets a lot and like that's something he does I think he needs to fidget I think everybody needs something to fidget almost all of us yeah we're not picking fruit anymore right you know we're not hunting animals i was i was telling kaylee the other day how like working out is fucking embarrassing because like we shouldn't need to do that yeah like (laughs) we shouldn't need to pick up dumbbells and move them around mm -hmm. like we have pushed ourselves to get to get uh, one hit of dopamine you know to like not should be our we should be doing that in our day-to-day life and it is it is a humbling Mm-hmm. <laughs> to uh, when you really think about it. Gyms are just giant shame factories. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. No, and they, I mean, it is. It's so embarrassing, but it's also like I fucking love it. So, um. Meathead. So I'm going to be training for a half marathon starting mm-hmm. this week. See how it goes. See if I hurt myself. That's really. <laughs> um. But that's one way I'm planning on, like, filling in my time more. And also, like, I think running can really, like, expand those uh, happy factors in your brain, for me anyway. 
I, I really do get kind of high afterwards. Um, so it's kind of like a nice treat. And yeah, I'm going to be spending some time in Paris and learning a new language. And I'm going to switch my fucking phone to French. And like, oh, yeah, you know, it's maybe I'll try to get better at Italian. Do a yeah. little bit. I mean, I think there's a lot of. I think people really sleep on learning another language. And, like, I met this guy at the country club yesterday, and he spoke so many languages and was talking to us about all of his travels. And just the more languages you speak, the more of an understanding you can have of the world and your place in the world and the universe that, like, you can't get without knowing a language. Like, it's it's literally like a, a doorway to a completely different universe that like what a privilege you know what I mean and like you can meet people where they're at in their language you know yeah they're gonna have to meet you right but like you're not making everybody like accommodate because I mean I I don't think we talk about how much of uh English privilege we have like it's uh you know complain about America all you want but like we have brainwashed the rest of the world to think that this is like the standard accent is the stand we took we took english from england like it is now american accent is like Mm -hmm. more common because that's like what all the media is i digress i went on a tangent but those are like the two things that i'm doing for like q1 to kind of like new habits to get get myself in there and stop spending some time on the phone and i've also been blogging about it we can link the blog in the show notes um so if you kind of want to like follow that journey there and if it's something that you're interested in you don't you want to spend less time on your phone and see what i'm doing and you know learn the hard way Um, cause yeah, I like still have a whole ass business to run that's like online and I still want to post and I still, you know, want to do things on my phone, but I do not and I will not scroll for hours a day. It's crazy. Yeah. I think it has, some of it has to do with being strategic about batching work mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Automation and like, you've got to be strategic like the king of swords. King of you Swords. You gotta play chess. Yeah. King of Swords says, fuck it. Yeah. No balance. Um, yeah. All right. Cool. So Good luck with your goal setting, everyone. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bro Book Reviews. I read a bro book every week so you don't have to. So, for our... Bro book review. Um, this is also from Kayleen's bookshelf. Cheryl Strayed, Brave Enough. So this is uh, she's the author of Wild. Mm-hmm. Did you read that one? I did. Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, it was turned into a movie. Yeah, and she was played by Reese Witherspoon. But I basically, did not see the movie. Wild is uh, pretty much just like a woman who does the PCT by herself. Mm-hmm. And that's that's it. Yeah, oh. <laughs> it's a memoir of her hiking the Pacific Coast Trail, um, being relatively unprepared for the journey. Mm-hmm. I would say is a big part of it too. Yeah, um, you know, go through some life changes, uh, hike across the country. So brave enough is her inspirational quotes. 
Um, and I, I thought it was great. I I like quote books. This honestly. is the kind of book that your mom gets you, which mm-hmm. is my mom got it for me, um, where you just kind of open it up to any given page. Mm-hmm. Compassion isn't about solutions; it's about giving all the love that you've got. Oh, and I said that, and a cat just nestled on my belly. Mm-hmm. That's that's nice. this is compassion, huh? But hey, buddy. It's, um, walk without a stick into the darkest woods. Um. Yeah, I think that kind of goes with like the the unpreparedness of uh, just like fucking sending it. She's definitely sending it, you know. Mm-hmm. And just I mean, just the fact that all she did was hike a trail that a lot of people have hiked before and probably have much more interesting stories than yeah. she did. But she was like, no, you know what? I'm gonna write a book about it, and then it got published. And then a fucking Reese Witherspoon probably produced it. She produced it, yeah. Yeah. And now Cheryl Strayed is a fucking millionaire. Yeah, she's a best-selling <laughs> author. Like, yeah, that's it. All, like it's it's you ne- you never have to reinvent a wheel. No, you just gotta give yourself a shot, you know, and uh, see what see what happens. People are people are ready to take a chance on you. You know, mm-hmm. wake up. People are gonna take a chance on me. I'm gonna take a chance on me. Yeah, you're gonna. Yeah, you undercut yourself. Way more often than anyone else ever will. Mm-hmm. So. Life can be a dream. Um, all right, Kayleen, so what do you got going on? You have some candles. Yeah, I've got and- a lot going on. Um, you can find me at Swamp Witch uh, with four eyes. Uh, we just launched our candle, uh, holiday candle batch. We are... Um, local pickup and delivery in new orleans and we ship uh anywhere in the united states we don't have international shipping i'm very sorry um find someone in the states to smuggle it over the border for you um we yeah if you want you can follow candles unincorporated on instagram and dm that account for a link to the order form because we are a speakeasy which means that we don't publish our link publicly um and then, yes, if you would like a year-ahead reading, um, I offer those from December 15th to January 15th, um, if you'd like to know what 2023 has in store for you. Uh, you be, can, ready, be ready for that one. Be ready for that one. Uh, you can find the podcast at entreprequeers.com and entreprequeers.podcast on Instagram. Um, keep an eye out soon for our coaching offering, which I promise is coming. Which, it's, she's a Scorpio. Scorpio. All right. Um, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at uh, the dot fake guru. I don't know. The dots change from platform, but you you get the gist. Um, yeah, I'm going to be in Paris and probably not on my phone a lot, mm-hmm. but I will be there. Excited to you know, chat and everything. So thank you so much for listening. And have a gay day. Have a gay day.